0: what's up guys welcome to the best podcast in asaba the best christian podcast in delta state the best christian podcast in nigeria and in the whole world welcome to walk back a podcast for Christian youth to talk about their life and everything pertaining to their life as Christians, our failures, our successes, and everything in between, relationships and whatever you want to discuss. You are welcome to Walk Back, and I am your host, and most importantly, your friend, Diane. What's up, guys? How you all doing? How's your week been? Oh, my God, for me hamatan is dealing with me here so like in between this recording i'm going to be taking breaks to drink water because i'm parched always it's not as if it's just now always parched and the matan is something else i'm always lying in bed the cold is too much anyways how are you all doing like i said I already told you guys this cold is really something else like i just wish you can just sleep in for morning till night morning till night <laughs> Well, well, which normal productive human being be sleeping from morning till night so of course i have to stand up and do something let's get right into the topic of today so um today's topic is an interesting and yet kind of hard one and i'm not gonna lie i don't even know up till now while i'm recording this i don't know what to name this um episode is it being true disciples of god is it what will jesus do is it walking in his steps now while i was preparing like a line of topics i had to record for some time i thought about this topic i wrote it down in a long time i wrote this topic down but i think maybe really take it seriously like what am i going to say something i'm not even practicing something like that and um this topic is, I read a book and um, the name of the book is In His Steps. I don't know, I think God he, I think, I don't know whether I stole him, but, like, God kind of directed me to that book, because, um, I, they were cleaning my hostel, and I just saw this book, In His Steps, by Charles, named Sheldon, and so I like if someone threw it away, and I'm like, why is this person throwing this book, and I went to see it, it's a novel, but it has great lessons in it, but I said, well, I don't really have what to do at the moment. At that time, they had not started my exams. I said, "Well, what better way? Let me just go and read the book and you know, learn a lot from it." And it was a safe trial that period. Everybody, what's like in most churches I was going to, like rather most programs wherever I'm going to, that's what they were talking about. What would Jesus do if you want to do something at yourself? I remember. There was the period my sister designed the album with cardboard papers of um questions like that? What would Jesus do? What would Jesus do what would Jesus do? And it brought me to this topic of this what would Jesus do. Being his true disciples. It's not just about calling yourself or calling ourselves because I'm talking to myself too. It's not just about calling ourselves disciples of God. But say, okay, yes, I'm following God and his disciples. But what does it actually mean to be a follower of God? What does it actually mean to be true disciples of God? To follow in his footsteps, in his steps and follow whatever he says to the latter. That's what I'm trying to say. Now, a disciple is a follower, one that is taking another as a teacher and a leader. When I mean follow, like you're following this person foolishly in quotes, not minding what people are saying, not minding what the world is saying. For instance, if I say I'm an ardent follower of um, Peter Obi. It that, that if Peter Obi decides now that he's going to move to APC, I'm following him because it is him I'm following, not his party. He decides now that he's going to America to become their president. Because I'm an ardent follower, I want to follow him. I will follow him to the America, no matter what he's going to take, no matter the cost. So if we say we are disciples of God, that means we're supposed to be followers food was you follow his steps, follow every of his steps, not minding whether he, he the world is going to say not conform, not conforming to the world's standard. That's what he mean by that's what it means by being, you know, true disciples of God. You follow his steps, everything that he does. Now in this book that I read, um the pastor told the church members that they're going to, you know, make a promise that they're I don't know someone came to their church. I'm not really going to say the whole story because I want you guys to you know get that book in his test by Charles M. Sheldon. And you read it, you see a lot of things that we are even doing wrong kind of. So he told them that okay, whoever is going to make this promise, of for me. But before I do anything, I'm going to ask myself, What will Jesus do? And of course, you're not just going to make that promise and you're not going to keep you're going to take that promise seriously. That's what he told them. People came out and there was a rapid change because and the thing is while you're asking yourself while you're asking themselves that question he said now you're not going to ask me that when you want to do something let's say for instance there's this business that you're trying to get into and maybe you know that the money you're collecting from somebody for that business is too much like way more than what you're to collect you're not going to come and ask me that person what will jesus do it is your own knowledge of Him to let the Holy Spirit guide you to know what Jesus is going to do in that situation. I won't be the one to tell you, which is why it's important to know God for yourself. Hmm? Like he said, I remember when I used to myself that whenever I'm doing anything, I'll ask myself what Jesus do <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm laughing because I always tell myself ask myself what Jesus do, but sometimes I'll forget myself and I'll just... Anyway, God will understand. you actually think so? God wants want you to walk in his footsteps. In his footsteps rather. He wants you to walk in his steps and follow whatever he will do. You know, if you want to really know what Jesus is do, because I know you might be asking, well, I don't know what Jesus is do in this situation. You don't know whether he's going to do this. Um second Peter 3 verse 18 says that grow in grace and knowing our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So you cannot know what Jesus will do until you know him better, and that is through his word. So, like, what I'm saying is, you must know Jesus before you can actually be like him. You want to walk in his steps, you don't want to conform to the world standard. You're, you're a student, and everybody's carrying phones into the exam hall, saying that the exam is going to be really tough. You're you god you understand, I want to pass you think that jesus in this situation in that kind of situation will actually still say everybody god will understand and then you will also join him to carry the phone into the example a businessman, and something bad is happening sorry you're you're a you're a nine to five worker rather and something bad is happening in wherever you're working wherever it is that you're doing in that workplace do you think that jesus would not speak up about that wrong thing just because he wants to keep the job. Do you understand? You no, know, in that book, when they started asking of what Jesus would do. they lost a lot of things. But there was joy in you knowing that you're walking in his steps. You're walking in the steps of God. You you might see it as a loss, but you know, you've, you've had greater gain. By knowing that Jesus Christ is going to be so happy with you, know, walking in his steps, being a true follower, being a true disciple, Stand. you don't and you don't do it and walk back it's like a promise you make and say oh, holy spirit i need your help i want to be able to be a true disciple and apart from worshiping you apart from praising you apart from praying apart from communicating with you i want to be able to know what is it you will do in this situation and follow your steps john 2 22 say, john 21 22 rather said, that what is that to you you to follow me 21 be rather you follow me Second Peter 2 21 says that the Christianity of our times. Sorry, that's not it. Second Peter 21 says that for we were called to this because Christ suffered for us. He is our example and we should follow his steps. Follow his steps. Whatever you think Christ is going to do, sorry, rather. So sorry, that's first Peter, not Second Peter. Whatever you think Christ is going to do in that situation, follow his steps. I read the story of a girl that I mean many follow his me follow his steps without thinking of what the world is going to say, without conforming to the world standard. This lady, she they told her that she was going to she was supposed to sleep with the man. Funny enough, both of them were Christians. And so we were about to get married. They got a call ahead from God, okay, it's time for us to get married and all. And so, you know the normal introduction. You and meet the parents, the parents of the bride, the parents of the groom. Get to know each other, fix the date, You know, and carry on with everything about the wedding. Mm-hmm. They met the girl's parents fine. They met the guy's parents, and then the guy's parents are like, okay, has she done the important thing? And mm-hmm. the girl is confused, like, what thing is? And they're like, well, the bride has to get pregnant first. So that will know that she's fertile to be able to give birth so that we don't you know start dealing with this one has not giving better and the lady was like no she can't do that I mean this is not going to be right because Hebrews I can't remember which part of Hebrews said that the married bed should be kept on default. so she was backing, in them um, keeping on on that scripture and saying that she can't do that But the parents said well it's not a big deal they were going to get married already so what's the thing you get pregnant we make sure that we hurry up with the wedding so that people don't have to notice you don't have to show anybody that you're pregnant now this problem lingered on for a very 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 long time and you know this kind of thing the girl wasn't even getting any older. I think she was 34 and the husband at first he was standing by hand saying we are Christians you can't do that blah 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 at a point the mother won him over and was like see once you do this, I'm going to make sure that you guys get married immediately the all you guys are getting married. There's nothing there about. It's not as if it's not your wife. It's a girlfriend that's thinking to somebody that's going to be your wife in like how many months or how many weeks to come. So the guy finally agreed. Now the girl was still standing her ground and the guy was like, You're not going to do this thing. I'm going to you know, I'm going to leave you because I don't want this to be the reason why I'm not getting married. I'm not getting any younger, you're not getting any younger was confused because everybody around her was advising her to get her sister her closest friend and she's like oh she just gave in. she she just gave in, not minding I, like because she was caring about what people are saying about how she's getting older about you know the fact that she's not going to get married again this is like after a long time she had a lot of hard breaks this is like the last person the final person that she in her, in, she thought that would be like the final person that she would get married to like to show interest in her because she's getting she's not getting any longer and so she went to the fire the first time it didn't work it didn't get pregnant so the, the man was like well you have started already so we need to try again the second time meanwhile he told her it was only once they were going to have sex and then you know whatever is going to happen let it happen but they started doing it until she got pregnant and when she got pregnant they did the wedding i'm not even going to say the whole story it was a long journey at the end her child died her husband stopped loving her you know there were a lot of things now if she had stopped knowing that what jesus christ would never conform to this world standards for any reason and i mean for any reason for any reason at all she would have actually carried on doing what she was doing i mean not agreeing as in refusing to you know sleep with a man before they get married it does not matter what the world is saying. What matters is that you're going to carry on walking in the footsteps of God. Right? You know, you've made this promise that, oh, I give my life to you. This disease, you've said the salvation prayer, you've confessed and you believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord and everything and everything. But now, how do you want to be His disciple? How do you want to be His follower? It's by not conforming to the world's standard. So, it's, it's, it's a call to everyone one of us. It's not that easy. Before you, you know, before you do anything, before you um, take any step, is all, what of what Jesus do in this situation. What is he going to do? Is he going to carry on with this or something? Like that? even though he's going to lose his social standards or his belt or whatever, what is he going to do in this situation? Matthew eight nineteen. I forgot something to say I was saying, Master, I will follow you wherever you go. As a very deep statement to make you know what you're saying that you are following God wherever he goes, whatever steps that he makes. And John 12 is now telling you that he who follows me will not walk in darkness. That means that while you think that as you're following what Christ do, as you're following, as you're walking in his steps, you think that well, I don't know, I'm not going to enjoy this thing, blah blah blah. You know, you're going to miss out on a lot of the things, but he's she's telling me john 8 verse, so that he who follows me will not walk in darkness so while you think that you're following the path of darkness he's leading you through a path of light he's leading you through that path where you will not miss it because you are following the steps i mean when you want to do something as you say what would jesus do and you find out that the answer is opposing what you what you don't have like put this word the answer is opposing what you do Ask yourself, will god ever lead me in the path of darkness it's not going to be easy because you have to give up a lot of things, you have to stop a lot of things, you have to answer a lot of questions from people, you have to, okay so in that book I read, you know, there's, you have to compromise a lot of things, you have to forfeit a lot of things, to so walk in these steps, but what matters is that you do it. In the book I read, there was a particular girl who could sing, and a lot of people we are calling her, she sings in the church and so a lot of people we are calling her you know we needed to like her voice was well known people were like oh my god when she sings for you the spirit moves these days so organizations you are calling her we need to sing offering her big praise but at that point she had made that promise in her child that she was curious all what she used to because while they were calling her so there was a particular place in that area nowhere it's announced in the the the, the setting of the book was like it was outside country so let me just say it's like in nigeria the ghetto part so in that ghetto part, in quotes, they had a lot of salons, that's where they sell drink there, and a lot of prostitutes, a lot of damaged homes, you know. And there was just one evangelist there and his wife. When they they pitched their tents, they're like they were there preaching to these people every time, every time. And so she was like, should she answer these people that are telling her to come and? Um, sing so that she's going to get, she would get like she, she knew she was going to get stinkingly rich. Or should she go and help this man of God in the um, evangelism that he was doing in that ghetto part? In quotes, and she asked herself, What is Jesus going to do in this situation? What will he do? Is he going to go and get more money? What well, most of all, the songs you're not even, I don't think you are calling her to sing like Christian songs, something like that also christian so she it and said okay fine jesus is going to go down there no matter what it's going to take he's going to go down there with the help of the spirits and go and sing and let these people feel the presence of god and help this evangelist and all everybody was condemning her like her mom her friend's mom like how would you do this kind of thing this is where you're going to get money you have a very nice voice someone even told her why would you be wasting some people that i know they're not going to change I was listening to a message by an um, evangelist, recently, and he said, Nobody is hard. You have not just applied pressure. That person is hard, though. They will not listen to you. Just keep praying. You have not stayed in the place of prayer for them. So people are like saying, Why would you go to that place, that ghetto place where those people are hard? They won't even listen to you, no matter if you preach for 100 years and so on. But you think as well, in this case, you just will still go there and still try to so win these people. another person another of her friends that really had like she was mad rich she just used to spend her money on outings going through she was not even for anything important at all and so because they made that promise she asked herself what will jesus do in this situation with this money and she told herself first of all this money i have is not even for me now it's for god he has given me this money so i have to do it for him and so she started giving to the cost of you Know the gospel, she started giving to people, making sure that people around her were not lacking. So she reduced her housing because it was like every day she was going out. She goes, You know how it is when you go out, she, of course, you have to spend. We outside, we, ha- we outside, nobody by just seeing me outside or by snapping and posting me outside. You have to spend. And so she knew that she had to cut down that lifestyle. I mean, her friends are coming to outside, aren't you going to go out? It was like, No, 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 she's not going to go out, she needs to go. This place to give. So every step you want to take, what would Jesus do in this situation? Something wrong is happening in your office, and you know you're the only person that knows about you. What would Jesus do? You know, there is bribery going on, there is corruption going on What would Jesus do? Not minding the fact that you're going to lose your job. You are like in a house, your maybe your parents' house, and you see <laughs> it has it has gotten down to that point. I mean, everything you want to do and you see maybe 200 naira on the table you want to take it without knowing the owner even though it's your family house after that is well, when what is Jesus going to do in this situation when he sees this someone more is he going to take it and we'll say whoever has it has another money or is he going to wait and ask the person who owns the money for that money it's, it's something that is it's, it's, not, it's not an easy promise to me you are somebody that you have a lot of beggars or people rather that are always looking for jobs and you're in the position to give them those jobs because well you feel they are not worth it but and you know they have qualifications but you don't just want to bring them in. Keep asking yourself what would Jesus do in this situation? If you bring them in and help them with jobs. Will you should bring them in and teach them so that these people can earn and you know take care of their families. A lot of things we do so wrongly including myself without asking ourselves what would jesus do and sometimes when we ask ourselves what would jesus do we are even confused because we don't know what he would do you know why because we have not gotten to know him better to knowing the extent of what he would do for instance you are you are close with somebody i and tell my accuse now you and tell my accused. and i like maybe we have known for like 25 years and someone says, "Okay, you have to ask this thing, this thing." And you know that your was the only person that could advise you on that thing. Ask so yourself, "What would your do?" Now you are going to know because you have stayed with this person for a long time. You have gotten to know this person. You have gotten to interact with this person, and that's why you know. Okay, this is what your mom is going to do in this situation. If you watched um, *Alchemy of Souls*, that Korean movie, *Um, Mudok*. At that point, there was a period they put all of them in different prisons and they were like, um, If two of you say the same thing, we are going to release him." They were not together, but they said the same thing. And you know why? They had known each other for long. So, you know that, okay, this is what this guy is going to say. This is what this girl is going to say. I've known her for this long and I know that this is the kind of thing she's going to say. I know that I've known him for this long. And I know that this is the kind of thing that he is going to say. So, you see, so while you're asking yourself, What well, would Jesus do? You have to get to know him better. You grow in His grace and you knowing Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. So you don't just wake up from nowhere and say you want to make that promise. Now, while you are making it, you get to know Him better. And okay, in this situation, this is what Jesus should do because I have seen, I have spent time with Him, and how are you spending time by studying His Word, by knowing, it, by you know, communicating with Him on a daily studying his word every chance you get it's from his word you will know him and know that okay this is what christ is going to do this situation. this is what he would not do this situation he gets you don't just let your mind tell you that jesus will do and eh, because you understand that the crowd is going to understand whatever he's doing he will go on and do that's a lie you keep going and saying okay i want to know god because this is what he's going to do because why you'll spend time with his word you know him for yourself you don't know him because this is what your pastor said he is. You don't know him because this is what your friend said he is. You don't know him because this is what the choir said he is. You know him because you yourself, you have spent time with him, you have spent time reading about him, you have spent time in his word and knowing that this is the kind of thing you will do. So you know that in that situation, God, Christ will not compromise for anything. He will do what is right. And what is right is what God approves of. So basically, that's what this episodes I'm trying to say in this episode and I told myself okay I'm going to make this promise. It's not going to be easy at all. You might lose friends, you might lose money, you might lose your social standards, you might lose a lot. But before you take what you do, you know do something, what's Christ going to do? Am I actually working in this step? true disciple Jesus Christ in doing this thing in doing this thing, people look at me and say and that like, okay this person is really walking in the steps of God and that like, okay this person is a true a true disciple a true follower of God you ask yourself those questions that okay, there should be no going back look nice to say that no man is fit for the kingdom of God who puts his hand to the work and then looks back so you're doing that you're moving forward saying okay pressing forward for the the, the the greater deed I ahead. What would Jesus do? I'm not looking back to say, okay, let me just can do it for this one. I mean, God understand me this, this episode is calling us to be true followers of Christ, not just in our mouths, not just in you know what we eat, or not just in praying, or not just in you know just only in speaking in tongues or in our worship. Those are very important, but in our actions. that we know he will do because we have studied there we have gotten to know him better from his word basically that's what i'm trying to say so that you ask yourself today that are you really a true disciple of god do you ask yourself while you ask yourself what will he do are you really doing the things he would do or you're just trying to bend to the to the standards of the world because you're, you're like it's unrealistic it's not it's not really it's not realistic to actually say, do what Jesus do be, because first of all you feel like oh jesus is holier than me and so He's not going to. Um, it's easier for him to do these things. you're walking in his steps. the follower will do whatever the leader is doing without compromising everything the leader does. So that's basically what this episode is about. I I pray that the Holy Spirit gives us the understanding, the grace, the discipline. It's not easy if you want to carry out that promise. I pray that the Holy Spirit, everything we do. ourselves what would Christ do whatever we do we ask ourselves this step I'm taking does it show that I'm a true disciple of God does it show that I am really walking in his stead? does it show that I'm portraying who Jesus Christ really is without conforming to the world standard and here, this episode has come to an end and I hope that we actually caught something from it because me While I was reading the book, I was preparing for this episode. Even while I was recording now, I got a lot of things, and you know, I told myself, okay, this is the situation, this is the decision you're going to make. So I hope you make decisions too that will help us to be true for the words of Christ. And like I said on the New Year episode, that we are going to be bringing um, verses of the week each time we are having an episode, and for this week, there is something I really read. It is in um, Genesis Genesis 16. Genesis 16. Um, my God, my God, my God. Genesis 16 9. It was on the point where Hagar was running away from Sarah because she was maltreating her, blah, blah, blah. Well, it said, The angel of God said, Go back to your mistress, put up with her abuse. And I was thinking, Why would. Why would god tell her to go back to the angel of god and put up sorry go back to the angel of god Why would the angel of god tell her to go back to her mistress and put up with her abuse i read that for message bible and i've not even gotten an answer but what's that brought me what that verse brought me to was the um this thing Death. When I mean death, I don't mean physical death, of course. You know, to actually be a Christian. You have to die, die to do flesh and die to everything. And it reminded me of a message I was listening to by Lawrence Oyo, Evangelist Lawrence Oyo. And he said, you have to die, you. you have to. And it starts from small, small. When God told you, forgive this person. Are you willing to forgive the person? When God told you, go and stay with this person. You are going to bring this person. Are you willing? This is somebody that has done so much harm to you. Are you willing to go? On. Uh, it's part of the death it's not just only about denying yourself or some things it's letting go of your pride sometimes it's letting go of you know feeling so big letting go of your ego sometimes are you ready to die that bit and so that's the verse of the week and this episode like i said has come to an end you guys don't forget to <laughs> share this podcast don't forget to leave your comments your reviews. Don't forget to leave your ratings. And if you have any questions, if you want to discuss with me, anything you want to say, oh my God, I'm always available. On number one, Instagram. I walk back pod. On Twitter, at Naya the podcaster. power Yes, and on um, Facebook, at Chuko for Naya NK you can always speak. To, in fact, I'm readily available anytime you need to speak to me. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so that you can get notifications of when new episodes come out. Thank you guys for listening. See you next week on, an, on another, another, oh my god, on another amazing episode of Walk Back. Don't forget that Jesus loves you, and don't forget to stay jiggy. Mwah. Hugs and kisses.